You're listening to Rewind, to listen back on press conferences, highlights, and analysis from the 76ers' previous game. Tough one for the 76ers tonight under adverse circumstances in Orlando, losing to the Magic 112-97. I'm Brian Seltzer. 76ers outscored 32-15 to in the fourth quarter, and that was indeed the ball game. Josh Richardson finishing with a team-high 19 points. He scored 11 points in the third quarter. That was a real bright spot and promising point of the game for the 76ers. They went on a 12-0 run to take an eight-point lead, which would be a game high. But from there, the Magic managed to trim the deficit to two points, 82-80, going into the fourth quarter. And that was part of what would end up being a 22-7 run mounted by the Magic that turned the game in their favor. 112-97, the final score. The 76ers are now 7-4 and four on the season. They have lost their last four on the road. They play at Oklahoma City on Friday night before heading to Cleveland on Sunday. And, yeah, not ideal circumstances in the least for the 76ers. It was the second night of a back-to-back on the road after having to grind out a game, a one-point win last night at the center against the Cleveland Cavaliers. And this next factor is something that Tom McGinnis and I talked about before the game started. Continuity is really tough for the Sixers right now. You have to go back eight games to find a time when the 76ers, talking about the home game against the Minnesota Timberwolves, when the 76ers had their projected opening night starting five available, the full complement of players available for the entirety of a game. The last now seven games, the 76ers have been missing someone important from that starting lineup, whether it's a Joel Embiid or a Ben Simmons or Al Horford, who rested last night. One of the starters, an all-star, no less, has been out of the starting lineup in each of the last now seven games for the 76ers. Sixers take one on the chin tonight to 112 to 97. We bring in Tom McGinnis, who had the call from Amway Center this evening. Tom, what did you see down the stretch of that one, especially in the fourth quarter? Well, the Sixers just lost energy, and Orlando, you know, they, they, they found their rhythm on offense. So, like I was saying, in the third, as you say, the Sixers built up an eight-point lead. You could almost see the magic kind of, you know, when you've seen enough basketball, you can see the, the nonverbal cues, like the signs, their body language. They were shooting them, but you almost could see they weren't confident strokes, whereas in, the, in that stretch where Orlando turned things around with a 12-3 start to the fourth, very confident. And that would be Fournier and Terrence Ross knocking down back-to-back threes. And the Sixers were coming down. They were inefficient on offense with turnovers, missed shots, not a lot of movement, not a lot of action toward the basket, difficult shooting uh, stretches there for both Harris and Horford. I thought Josh Richardson did the best that he could. Ben thrown out of his rhythm a little bit by the four fouls. And the game turned in a span of like six or four or five minutes right there. The game turned, and the Sixers looked like they were going to come up with an impressive road victory. But Orlando got things flipped around, and they came away with the victory. And, you know, I think the the back-to-back, I think it was a factor, and certainly no Embiid as well. But that's how it goes. I mean, these other teams travel and play back-to-back as well, and the Sixers just did not back it up, so to speak, uh, with that tight win last night and come back here and, and have the ability to finish off this game in Orlando. 
For most of the night, a competitive game, 13 lead changes and seven ties. But the 76ers see Orlando pull away down the stretch for a 112-97 win. thought Josh Richardson-Tom, like you said, played a pretty good game. Um, but on a macro level, I think the response that Brett Brown had in his post-game press conference about Tobias Harris is really something that the entire team should internalize. Like, Brett didn't hesitate when he was asked about Tobias and the two-game stretch that Tobias is in right now is just like, you know what, as far as the shot's concerned, you keep firing and keep plugging away. And I think right now that's kind of the mentality that the whole team has to take. They're trying to get continuity. It's still relatively early in the season, um, and the schedule has, has done them no favors. Well, and according to, you know, Coach and relative to Harris, he was saying that before the game yesterday where Tobias, he's trying to develop him as a as a big time scorer, I mean he's been around an 18 20 point scorer his whole career, but in that it, it's not just threes, but it's being aggressive and finding what's there. But again, it, it turns out like I know the the line of questioning prior to the game with coach was about Tobias, about him ready to go and about was he 100 percent. So you kind of got the sense that he was a little bit under the weather, and for much of the day yesterday. The Sixers head coach Brett Brown did not, the way I understood it, did not under, did not think that Tobias was going to play, and then Harris said he was okay. So now knowing that he was less than 100% physically, a little bit apparently a little bit under the weather, well, we all know what that feels like. I don't know what what's ailing him or whatever, but shooting NBA three point shots certainly not you know the best scenario. And he and he struggled. He was 0 of 11 last night. Tonight he was 0 of three. And not only that, but you need to have, like, the the scorer's mentality where you just, to Coach's point, you just put it behind you and you keep firing. And hopefully a couple of days rest as he gets, uh, you know, gets ready for Friday. He'll feel better and have a better night shooting the basketball. But that, that a scorer's mentality is you miss, no problem. You, you know, just totally blank out about that and go forward. You know, the only caveat there is that when you miss – you want to throw in, you know, maybe why you miss. So it might need more lift. Obviously, if you miss it this way or that way, you try to counter it to try to correct it. But uh, it just did not look like he had his legs over the last two games. And that's what happens if you're ailing and not 100% physically. Would agree with that entirely. 76ers fall in Orlando tonight to open their three-game road trip, 112-97. Tom, I mean, you're, you're so into the NBA. I know that you love it. Are you intrigued to see what this OKC team is all about? They're off to a little bit of a slow start, but there was a complete makeover with Westbrook and George departing the offseason, and now they've got Chris Paul, who's playing and seemingly healthy, and uh, a young nucleus they're trying to rebuild now in the absence of those two stars who left. No, absolutely. It's like it's Clippers Southwest. You know, I know Chris <laughs> right. Paul had been with the Rockets, but with uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander and Danilo Gallinari, I mean, they're doing, I think, better than maybe some teams would have thought. And the Sixers had that great, I believe they won out there last year, but it's such a difficult place to play with, uh, with Russell Westbrook. And, uh, you know, every team goes through the phases where they kind of have to retweak their roster and they've done a, a really nice job, so it should be good. I mean, you you want the Sixers to get through this stretch of, of losing now what is four road games, uh, and then you got a rematch with Cleveland. So, as you said, the Sixers have not had the continuity that they want in terms of uh, having everybody in the lineup. Hopefully that'll be the case on Friday night, and uh, you get rested and you get out there and you get things going a little bit against the Thunder. All right, Tom, easy travels on to Oklahoma City. We will speak with you before the game on Friday. Thank you, Brent, and good night.
76ers lose at Amway Center to the Orlando Magic 112-97. Some of Tom's radio calls are coming up. 76ers back out on the road again a night after pulling out a one-point victory at the center in South Philadelphia facing the Orlando Magic at Amway Center. I'm Brian Seltzer. Here is how the game sounded, courtesy of the one and only Tom McGinnis. Sixers started with some good energy, and Ben Simmons was a big reason why. High screen by Simmons, takes it into the lane, lobs it down to Simmons, and Ben guides it up with the right hand. Folds up a switch, ended up with Simmons, and a nifty pass by Richardson, and Ben Simmons needed just to tap it in right at the cylinder. 76ers would trail by a point, 31-30, going into the second quarter. That competitive theme continued as we headed towards the half. Simmons with six. And now it's Ross mishandling the ball. Simmons got a hand on it. Harris picks it up, lobs it back to Ben. And back-to-back field goes by Simmons at the rim. Timeout, Orlando. Despite attempting just one free throw and making it in the entire first half, the 76ers managed to go into the break tied at 53 with the Magic. Also, again, on the second night of a back-to-back without Joel Embiid. Third quarter was the brightest spot of the night for the Sixers. Josh Richardson had it going on, and the 76ers on a nice little run to jump in front. Wow, Markel Fultz missed that three by a lot. Korkmaz, on the other hand, puts it in. He swishes a three, and the 76ers lead 67-63. Furkan Korkmaz with his first tray in the game. At that point, it was the largest lead of the night of the 76ers, and they continued the run to the tune of 12 straight points. Vucevic for three, almost missed it all. Ben with the rebound. Sixers with a downcourt feed to a quit, and he dunks it. Ben Simmons is doing a tremendous job at both ends. Kyle O'Quinn with a slam. Simmons stirring the drink for the 76ers. He was great in the third, as I mentioned. Josh Richardson had a really big third period, scoring 11 points in the frame. 76ers, it felt like they were in a great spot, up 71-63, but Orlando quickly regrouped and scored seven straight. The Sixers' lead was trimmed to 2-82-80 going into the fourth quarter. Orlando then built up a massive 22-7 run that turned the tide of the game totally in their favor. 76ers were just trying to keep pace. Slapped off the glass. It's loose. Orlando can't get it. Rebound down to Richardson. Four minutes straight up to go. Simmons with it. Drives it. Keeps it. And scores it. Soaring right by Aaron Gordon. Not enough for the 76ers as they lose the Magic tonight. 112-97. 112-97. 76ers and Orlando each shot 44% from the floor. The Sixers with eight three-pointers, Orlando with 10. Huge disparity, as I said, and this was in the makings from the first half at the free throw line. 76ers, 9 of 13 from the stripe. The Magic were 26 of 34. That is a big-time gap. Orlando was plus one on the glass. The 76ers committed 15 turnovers on the surface. That a better number than what we've seen in recent games. But the turnovers came late, and Orlando scored 19 points off the 76ers' 15 turnovers. Sixers were led by Josh Richardson with 19 points. Ben Simmons had 18 points, 8 rebounds, and 5 assists. 14 for Al Horford to go with 8 boards. 8 for Tobias Harris. 9 for Furkan Korkmaz. 10 for James Ennis third off the bench. He hit his first 4 shots of the night. And in the first half, he gave the Sixers a nice spark. Markel Fultz going up against his old squad. Just 8 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. He was only 2 of 6 from the field. 
25 and 12 for Nick Vucevic, and Aaron Gordon was big too with 18 points, 13 boards, and 7 assists. 76ers will try to snap their four-game road losing streak on Friday at 8 o'clock Eastern against the Oklahoma City Thunder. One final time, the final score. It was the Orlando Magic 112 and the 76ers 97. You've been listening to Rewind. Look out for fresh episodes the day after every 76ers game this season.